Welcome, welcome, welcome to a wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and this is my podcast where I read the Bible from cover to cover, and it's pretty great. And uh, thank you guys for listening. The The viewership is really kind of boosting up because I'm doing it twice a week, and it probably means that you most people are listening potentially twice a week or so on. So, you know, that 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 helps. <laughs> At least it makes me look a lot better because, you know, I'm seeing three digits as opposed to two, which is super great. We're moving on up, everybody. It only took this amount of time, a long fucking time of doing this fucking show. And like, you know, several six-month breaks in between of me figuring my shit out. Um, yeah, whoops. Uh, anyway, so you can reach out to me at Accord to Stupid uh, on the uh, Twitter sphere, as well as uh, according to stupid at gmail.com. And of course, you can reach out to me at johnwatersvoiceover.com forward slash podcasts. And all of that can be found right in the email. Or not the email. <laughs> this can be found in the description below this video, which would be super rad. Uh, still no emails, guys, so I'm going to probably call it a... They died. They gave up. They gave up their crusade of of uh, trying to convert me, which is fine, which is fine. But here we are with uh, Second Chronicles. We can get to the Bible a lot sooner and better and, and all that. So um, this last time, uh, we, we got a punishment for one guy. We got a lot of praise from another um, and a lot of it was like, all right, like, just keep following God and it'll be all right. Okay. You know, we got to be sure we, we do that and nothing much else. And then God won't smite us. And God did kill a bunch of motherfucking people last time, but it was the bad guys, so to speak. Um, but that was, that was that there was a misconception on, on whether Egypt was actually like, fuck them because God, they forsook their God. And it, or if it was just like coincidence of like, fuck them. Oh, and their God's not helping them. Fuck them. So, uh, always prostrate yourself before God, apparently. So yeah, let's get started. Uh, we're on Second Chronicles, chapter 15, KingJamesBibleOnline.org is where I am reading this, so here we fucking go, alright? Uh, and the Spirit of God came, came upon Azariah, the son of Odd, And he went out to meet Asah, and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asah, which is not the same person. But I assume it's a nickname because we went two sentences because Azaria is not the same as Asah. It's not. This confusion is is kind of throwing me uh, for this very lawyer speech of this. But let's assume it's the person. You know, we have a nickname. Azaria, who went by Asah, which I assume is what it is, but fuck, I don't know. Uh, and he went out to meet Asah and said to him, Hear ye me, Asah, and all Judah and Benjamin, uh, the Lord is with you. While ye be with him, and if ye seek him, he will be found of you. But if ye forsake him, he will forsake you. I think that one's been quoted a bit. Um, fair enough, being like, okay, cool, why are you talking to me? <laughs> now for a long season Israel had been without the true God. Weird. Oh, Judah had found the real God, but not Israel. Ooh, was that the thing? I thought they were all one. Doesn't really matter if it fucking does it. Yeah, it does. Because isn't everything under one? Wasn't ever? What was David doing? Anyway, apparently half the people were like, eh, you know, and without a teaching priest and without law. Uh oh. And uh, when they in their trouble did turn unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found of them. Oh, well, great. That worked out. 
And in those times there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in, but great vexations were upon all the inhabitants of the countries. And nation, and nation was destroyed of nation, oh, and city of city, for God did vex them with all adversity. Well, through adversity the artist, uh, you know, triumphs. So, let's see. So, okay, all of Israel apparently is like, yeah, God, I guess. And then, like, they, he was like, fuck you guys, and pfft, fucked him over. Which, <laughs> vengeful God. Um, be ye strong, therefore, and not let your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. That one came randomly. Uh, but that one's a good one. You know, that's a good quote. 15-7, or second, 2 <laughs> And when Asa heard these words in the prophecy of Adad, the prophet, oh, okay, uh, he took courage and put away the abominable idols out of all the land of Judah and Benjamin, and out of the cities which he had taken from Mount Ephraim, and renewed the altar of the Lord, and was before the porch of the Lord. I hope it's a wraparound one, but, you know, <laughs> here I am. And he gathered all Judah and Benjamin and the strangers with them out of Ephraim and Manasseh, and out of Simeon, for they fell to him out of Israel in abundance, when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. Okay, so he was like, I have God, and they went, okay. Yeah. So they gathered themselves together at Jerusalem in the third month, in the fifteenth year of the reign of Asa. Oh, I guess he's king. Okay. And they offered unto the Lord the same time of the spoil which they had brought, seven hundred oxen and seven thousand sheep. Man, we're going through a lot of livestock just to sacrifice to God. And they entered into a convent to seek the Lord, God, their fathers, with all their heart and all their soul. You know, I suddenly had the thought, I wonder, because we live in this age where there is uh, agriculture and things like that. Um, uh, uh, I'm, so I'm curious what the price of an ox is these days, you know. So uh, a plow-ready oxen costs $3,000, roughly the same as a second-hand tractor. But younger cattle are a snip at 150 each, $150. So you can get pretty young ones, but, you know, they have kind of a, 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 a gray area in there. Um, price of a sheep. Price of a sheepy. Variable costs, including feed and labor, which doesn't fucking matter to me. Uh, 74 to $77 per ewe. Um, fixed costs, including... Plus it costs about 87 Okay, so 87 to $89 per head. Average price of a sheepy sheep. Depending on the breed, weight, blah, blah, blah. Katahdin cross. You cost $300, while lambs are 250 Okay, so that's better. Okay, so we have... High end, three thousand. So let's say I don't know, fifteen hundred. Whoops, wrong button. I'm hitting wrong buttons all the time, left and right. Um, I don't want to talk to that. Okay, here we go. Um, so so is three thousand times what seven hundred? What is that? Two twenty twenty one thousand. Am I right with that? We're hitting calculators. So. <laughs> Uh, three, I don't know, seven, yeah, oh, 200, two, 2,100,000, holy shit, is that right, did I do that number right, oh man, let's see, uh, 15, brought 700 oxen and 7,000 sheep, holy Christ, <sighs> okay, um, so, I mean, at the high end, it's 
$2.1 million these days versus the 7,000 sheep times 300 bucks on the high end, let's say. So 4, 4,200,000, right? Did I do that right? I don't know if I did. Yeah, because it's 3,000 times 700. It, yeah, it just comes out of the same thing. Okay, so, yeah, that was me doing math through the calculator. Uh, and they entered into a convent to seek the Lord, God their fathers, and with all their heart and all their soul, because they just spent a shit ton of money sacrificing. And uh, that whosoever would not seek the Lord God of Israel should be put to death. Oh, well, that's a, that's a good reason. Whether great or small, whether man or woman. Oh, so they're, they're really doubling down, being like, hey, this cost $4 million, and uh, we're going to kill anybody who isn't at this party. So, uh, <laughs> be prepared. And they swear unto the Lord with a loud voice and with shouting and with trumpets and with cornets, which, I mean, the other choice was like, fuck them, as they got stabbed. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with their whole desire, and he was found of them, was he? And the Lord let them rest round about. So finally, great. And also, concerning Makak, the mother of Asa the king, he removed her from being queen because she had made an idol in the grove. Oh, shit, mom. And Asa cut down her idol and stamped it and burnt it at the brook Kidron. Oh, right. But the high places uh, were not taken away out of Israel. Oh, okay. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was perfect all his days, and he didn't think a bad thing ever. And he brought into the house of God the things that his father had dedicated, and that he himself had de dedicated, silver and gold and vessels. And there was no more war unto the five and thirtieth year of the reign of Asa. So he's been like, hey, I'm going to have this one thing, and it's all going to be good, or I'll kill all of you, okay? And um, peace, all right, peace, good job. All right, chapter 16, everybody. Uh, in the sixth and thirtieth year of his reign, so 36th years of reigning, uh, of Asa, Basha, king of Israel, of Asa, Basha, king of Israel, came up against Judah and built Ramah to the intent that he might let none go out or come in to Asa, king of Judah. Yea? Then Asa brought out silver and gold out of the treasures of the house of the Lord and the king's house and sent to Benadad, king of Syria, that dwelt in Damascus, saying, There is a league between me and thee, and there was between my father and thy father. Behold, I have sent thee silver and gold. Go break thy league with Basha, king of Israel, that he might depart from me. Okay, all right, so, you know, let's, let's sever some ties here. And Benadad hearkened unto King Asa and sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel. Okay. And they smote Ijon and Dan and Abelmaim and all the store cities of Nephtali. Oh, okay. I'm, I got a little lost there because I thought it was Syria that we're supposed to be breaking ties with, but fuck it. Okay. And it came to pass when Bashar heard it that he left off building of Ramah and let his work cease. Then Asa, the king, took all Judah, and they carried away the stones of Ramah, and the timber thereof, wherewith Bashar was building, and he built therewith Geba and Mizpah. <coughs> Rad. Cool. Neato. And at the time Hanai, the seer, 
came to Asar, king of Judah, and said unto him, Because thou hast relied on the king of Syria, and not relied on the Lord thy God, therefore is the host of the king of Syria escaped out of thine hand. Well, fuck, we were killing Israel, I'm sorry. Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubims a huge host, with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because thou didst rely on the Lord, he delivered them into thine hand. Neat. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, to shew himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Herein thou hast done foolishly, therefore from henceforth thou shalt have wars. Then Esau was wroth, oh, not stop that. Then Esau was wroth with the seer, and put him in a prison house. Oh, well, <laughs> fuck you! And he was in a rage with him because of this thing. And Esau oppressed some of the some of the people the same time. And behold, the acts of Esau first and last, lo, they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. I hope so. And Esau in the thirty and ninth year of his reign was diseased in his feet. Oh, until his disease was exceeding great. Yet in his disease he sought not to the Lord, but to the physicians, which is fucking smart. And Esau slept with his fathers and died in one and fortieth year of his reign. Hooray. And they buried him with his own, in his own sepulchres, which he had made for himself in the city of David, and laid him in the bed, which was filled with sweet odors and divers kinds of spices, prepared by the apothecary's art. And they made a very great burning for him. Yay! I'm proud and happy for him, I guess. Uh, we're still got a lot of time. Let's, uh, let's do 17. So, 17 now. And Jehoshaphat, his son, reigned in his stead and strengthened himself against Israel because apparently they just hadn't had enough. And he placed fortress, forces in all the fenced cities of Judah and sent garrisons in the land of Judah and in the cities of Ephraim, which Asa, his father, had taken. And the Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in the first ways of his father David and sought not unto Baalim. Cool but sought to the Lord God of his father and walked in his commandments. Hooray! And not after the doings of Israel. Oh, okay. Therefore the Lord established the kingdom in his hand, and all Judah brought to Jehoshaphat presents, and he had riches and honor and abundance. Hooray! And his heart was lifted up in the ways of the Lord. Moreover, he took away the high places and groves out of Judah, which don't make any fucking sense to me. Why that fucking matters. Tell me why that matters. Somebody, anybody. We're talking about the high places. Fuck you. Fuck you. Who gives a shit? Also, in the third year of his reign, he sent to his princes, even to Ben-Hail and Obadiah, and to Zechariah, and to Nethanel, and to Micharia, to teach in the cities of Judah. And with them he sent Levites, even Shemaiah, and Nethaniah, and Zebediah, and Zebrath, and Jehanathan. Oh, yeah, look at that. And uh, Adonijah, and Tobiah, and Tobanadanajah, and, and more Levites. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, just Levites. Levites. Semicolon. And with them, uh, Elishama and Jeroram priests. All right. Send a couple dudes that nobody's ever heard of and probably won't hear of again. And they taught in Judah and had the book of the law of the Lord with them and went about throughout all the cities of Judah and taught the people. Being like, don't fucking kill each other.
And uh, that's that's what that was. Uh, and the fear of the Lord fell upon the kingdoms uh, of the lands that were about Judah, so that they made no war against Jehoshaphat. Oh, nice. Thanks, God. And some of the Philistines brought Jehoshaphat presents. Because we just can't fucking kill them. And tribute of silver, and the Arabians brought him flocks, 7,700 rams, and 7,700 he-goats. Aren't, um, rams are, oh, he, well, rams are sheep, he-sheep, but he-goats are, you know, could be anything, females, males, whatever, I guess. So he-goats, all right, neato. Um, so, <laughs> we eventually made our money back, guys, by getting tributes. <laughs> Turns out burning all these fucking animals is a real big use of money. And Jehoshaphat waxed great exceedingly, and he built in Judah castles and cities of store. Cool. And he had much business in the cities of Judah, and the men of war, mighty men of valor, were in Jerusalem. And he had to fucking kill them, I bet. And these are the numbers of them according to these are the numbers of them according to the house of their fathers of Judah, the captains of thousands, Abna the chief, and with him mighty men of valor, three hundred thousand. Okay, we're getting back into list town. And next to him was Jehananana, the captain, and with him two hundred and fourscore thousand. Holy Christ. And next to him was Amasiah, the son of Zikri, who willingly offered himself unto the Lord, and with him two hundred thousand mighty men of valor, and of Benjamin, Eliada, a mighty man of valor, and with him armed men with bow and shield, two hundred thousand. And next to him was Jehozabad, and with him an hundred and fourscore thousand ready prepared for the war. These waited on the king, beside those whom the king put in the fenced cities throughout all Judah. Uh, let's do one more. Fuck it. Um, well, this one's going to be a bit longer, so we'll end on this one. All right. Uh, Second Chronicles chapter 18. All right, everybody. So now Jehoshaphat had riches and honor and abundance and joined affinity with Ahab, who was after this big ass white fucking whale. And after certain years, he went down to Ahab to Samaria. Oh, it's a place. Uh, and Ahab killed... Oh, it's a person. <laughs> and Ahab killed sheep and oxen for him in abundance and for the people that he had with him and persuaded... Wait, he killed he killed people too? And persuaded him to go up with him to Ramoth-Gilead. And Ahab, king of Israel, said unto Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, Wilt thou go with me to Ramoth-Gilead? And he answered him, I am as thou art, and my people as thy people, and we will be with thee in the war. Of what? And Jehoshaphat uh, said unto the king of Israel, Inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. Therefore the king of Israel gathered together the prophets, four hundred men, and said unto them, Shall we go to Ramoth-Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for God will deliver it into the king's hand. I hope so. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord besides that we might inquire of him? And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, <laughs> While he's there? Hey, should we go to war with this motherfucker? Should we? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, can any of you claim and like actually say that God said that we should do this? Because that doesn't, sometimes that doesn't work out well later down, down the line for someone who went, you know, lies and shit. But we don't know that. Because God's fickle. Um, anyway, so he's asking, is there anybody who has any fucking proof of this? Um... And I assume with um, king of Israel just standing there, uh, said unto them, There is yet one man by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him, for he never prophesies good unto me. Well, 
Okay. But always evil. The same is Micaiah, the son of Imlah. And Josaphat said, Let not the king say so. And the king of Israel called for one of his officers and said, Fetch quickly Micaiah, the son of Imlah. And the king of Israel and Josaphat, king of Judah, sat either of them on his throne, clothed in their robes, and sat in a void place at the entering of the gate of Samaria. And all the prophets prophesied before them, We should fucking kill each other, that would be fun. And Zedekiah, the son of Chenana, had made him horns of iron. Cool. And said, Thus saith the Lord, With these thou shalt push Assyria until they be consumed. Oh, shit. And all the prophets prophesied so, saying, Go up to Ramoth-Gilead and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. And the messenger that went to call Micaiah spoke to him, saying, Behold, the words of the prophets declare good to the king with one assent. Let thy word, therefore, I pray thee, be like one of theirs, and speak thou good. And Micaiah said, As the Lord liveth, even what my God saith, that will I speak. Which is a nice and fancy way to say, like, God's going to talk through me here in a second. And when he has come to the king, the king said unto him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramoth-Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And he said, Go ye up, and prosper. And they shall be delivered into your hand. And I'm sure the Jerusalem king, Israel king, is like, ha, 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 maybe I should forbear. And the king said to him, How many times shall I adjure thee that thou say nothing but the truth to me in the name of the Lord? I'm assuming he means like, How many times do I gotta fucking whip that sweet ass before you start telling me the truth or start lying to my fucking face? Then he said, I did see all Israel scattered upon the mountains as sheep that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return, therefore, every man to his house in peace. Okay, so he's like, yeah, go to war, but, you know, Israel's not really going to be there. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell thee that I would not prophesy good unto me, but evil? Again, he said, Therefore, hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting upon his throne, and all the host of heaven standing on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall entice Ahab, king of Israel, and he may go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead. And one spake, saying after this manner, and another saying that after that manner. And there came out a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will entice him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And all the Lord said, Thou shalt entice him. Go for it. Fuck it. And thou shalt also prevail. Go out and do even so. So wait a second. There there's, he's he's openly admitting, he's like, fuck it, do it. Yeah, entice him. Entice him to war. Make him happen. Make that shit happen. It'll be fun. Yeah, do it. As opposed to, you know, <laughs> openly being like, hey, this happened. <laughs> Fucking dumb. And Micaiah said, behold, thou shalt see that uh, on that day uh, when thou shalt go to the inner chamber and to, to hide thyself. Okay. Um... Which, went the, uh, which way went the Spirit of the Lord from me to speak unto thee? And Micaiah said, Behold, I shall, you, thou shalt see it the day when thou shalt go into the inner chamber to hide thyself. Okay. And the king of Israel said, Take ye Micaiah and carry him back to Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Josh, the king's son. And Josh is going to kill a bunch of people eventually. And say, Thus saith the king, Put this fellow in the prison, and feed him with bread and afflic of affliction, and with water of affliction, until I return in peace. I'm assuming they mean they're going to shit in the water. 
And Micaiah said, If thou certainly return in peace, then hath not the Lord spoken by me? And he said, Hearken, all ye people. So the king of Israel and Joseph had the king of Judah went up for Ramoth Gilead. And so we'll see what happens. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and will go to the battle, but put thou on thy robe. So the king of Israel disguised himself, and they went to battle. Why? Now the king of Syria had commanded the captains of the chariots that were with him, saying, Fight ye not with small or great, save only with the king of Israel. All right, so they're like, fuck everybody else. Your job is to kill him. And it came to pass, when the captains of the chariots saw Jehoshaphat, that they said, It is the king of Israel. Therefore they compassed about him to fight. But Jehoshaphat cried out, and the Lord helped him. And God moved him to depart from him. Moved them to depart from him. Oh, neato. For it came to pass that when the captains of the chariots perceived that it was not the king of Israel, they turned back again from pursuing him. And a certain man drew a bow at a venture and smote the king of Israel between the joints of the harness. Therefore... He sent to his chariot man, Turn thine hand, and thou mayest carry me out of the, uh, of the host, for I am wounded. And the battle increased that day, howbeit the king of Israel stayed himself up in his chariot against the Syrians until the even, and about the time of the sun going down, he died. Oh, well, cool. That was, that was a weird time, for sure. Um, 19's pretty short, and we're not terribly far. I might get a little bit. Um, so, 19, And Jehoshaphat the king of Judah returned to his house in peace in Jerusalem. And Jehu, the son of Hanani, the seer, went out to meet him, and said to king Jehoshaphat, Shouldst thou keep the ungodly and love them that hate the Lord? Therefore is wrath upon thee from before the Lord. Nevertheless, there are good things found in thee, in that thou hast taken away the groves out of the land, and hast prepared thine heart to seek God. Doesn't make any fucking sense. And Joseph had dwelt in Jerusalem, and he went out again through the people from Beersheba to Mount Ephraim, and brought them back unto the Lord God their fathers. Hooray! And he set judges in the land throughout all the fenced cities of Judah, city by city, and said to the judges, Take heed what ye do, for ye judge not for man, but for the Lord who is with you in the judgment. That's a big order. Wherefore now, let the, uh, let the fear of the Lord be upon you. Yeah, no shit. Uh, take heed and do it, for there is no iniquity with the Lord of our God, nor respect of persons, nor taking of gifts. So you can't bribe him. Moreover, in Jerusalem, did Jehoshaphat said of the Levites, which really you can, you know, bribe him. That's what sacrifices are. And of the priests and of the chief of the fathers of Israel, for the judgment of the Lord and for controversies, controversies, when they returned to Jerusalem, and he charged them, saying, Thus shall ye do in fear of the Lord, faithfully and with a perfect heart. And what cause soever shall come to you of your brethren that dwell in the cities, between blood and blood, between law and commandment, statutes and judgments, ye shall even warn them <coughs> that they trespass not against the Lord. And so wrath come upon you, and upon your brethren this do and ye shall not trespass. And behold, Amariah, the chief priest, is over you in all matters of the Lord. Uh, okay. And Zebediah, the son of Ishmael, the ruler of the house of Judah, for all the king's matters, also the Levites shall be officers before you. Deal courageously, and the Lord shall be with the good. I hope so, because he seems to hippity-hop. <clears throat> seems like next time we're going to get into a cool-ass battle, so that'll be fun. 
A uh, lot of chapters today, but I hope you guys had a good time. I certainly did. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review, probably on Apple Podcasts, of a five-star review if you can. Please, 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 please. And tell your friends, tell your enemies, and keep on listening because you've been gospel to by the stupid. Mm-hmm.